What's up, guys? Remember how I said we went to Singapore? Anyways, I wanted to talk about our trip there. I've noticed compared to Taiwan, the streets in Singapore are much wider and cleaner. I felt really comfortable there because they make the sidewalk really wide, and we were nowhere near the cars on the road. That makes me feel safer and more secure. I also think the transportation there is very convenient. You can almost go anywhere by taking the MRT, and besides walking, taking the MRT was our only tran- only mode of transportation. Even though we didn't get to do some activities we planned, but overall, I really liked that trip. It was a great experience. False Death by Antley John. God, where is he? I said frustratedly. What's he up to? Pranking us? Let it go, Trevor said calmly. If we don't pay attention to him, then he'll eventually find his own joke boring and useless, and he'll come back. Gail agreed with him. Yeah, that's what I always do when you're bothering me. Fine, but if he doesn't come back, we will we will go look for him. At eight, we stuffed our faces with dinner and played video games. I almost forgot about Enzo when my phone chimed at 10 p.m. I checked my message uh, message inside. Who texted you? Trevor asked, not taking his eyes off eyes off the bright TV screen. Oh, it's nothing, I said. I just thought it was Enzo. Right, where is that dude anyways? Gail asked. It's so quiet around the house without him. I totally forgot he existed. I laughed. But seriously, guys, we should really go look for him. He's not going to come back anytime sooner. God, I just made myself comfortable, Trevor said. I'm staying here. If you want to go out this late, then don't drag me into this situation. I'm not leaving either, Gail said, yawning. I'm too tired to drive you there. I scoffed. Seriously, none of you guys care about why he's been gone for so long? What great friends you make. What great friends you are. Like we said, he's just playing a trick on us, Trevor said, rolling his eyes. There's nothing to worry about. I still disagreed. There's no way that's true. I don't care what you guys say. I'm checking on him. I grabbed my coat and started walking to the bus stop. Then I saw all the buses were at least 20 minutes away, so I figured I should call a taxi. After arriving there, I made my way to the window that was previously open, but now it was closed and locked. Ah, great, I said to myself. Now there's no way I can get in. I tried calling him, but it went straight to voicemail. That's when I realized I had his GPS location, so I turned my on my phone and saw that he was still in the building. I walked back to I walked to the back and looked around the bushes to find a stone to smash the window and get in. I spotted a big piece of stone with sharp edges and it looked hard enough to be smashed against the window. I rolled up my sleeve and crouched down. I reached my hands into the bushes, but I couldn't get hold of the stone since it was in the back of the bush. Ugh, I groaned out loud as I realized I had to literally crawl into the bush to get it. Great, that place is probably filled with bugs, trash, all kinds of disgusting stuff. 
I sighed deeply and pushed my head against the branches and leaves. My eyesight were completely blocked with all the leaves and I couldn't see anything. I felt around and found my hands on a pile of wet sticky stuff. I practically screamed as I backed my way out of the bush frantically. I looked down my left hand. Phew. It was just wet mudded, but it's still gross though. I tried again and reached for the stone. I got a good grip this time and tried to pull it out. That's when a sharp pain cut through my palm and I yelped out loud. I backed out of the bush again with my hands throbbing. The stone had cut my hand and it was bleeding. And it was bleeding. Yeah, crawling into a bush to get a start heavy stones in the smartest thing I did today. I wiped my hand on my pants and looked for another way into the building. My jaw dropped when I turned. The back door had been open the entire time. I scolded myself for not having checked for not for not checking it earlier. I could have avoided getting injured. Anyways, I stood up and walked towards the open door. The strong smell of the chlorine greeted me as I walked into the building. I headed straight to the changing room and took my socks and shoes off. I walked in carefully and there was again the sound of water dripping in the changing room. Seriously, I thought, is it so hard to turn off the tap and not waste water? I made a face and checked out the stock it was in. I didn't find anything in Trevor's earlier, but that changed when I entered my stall. The sound of the dripping water is getting louder, and I figured Enzo didn't shut the tap properly, and now it was dripping on the floor. I placed my hand on the wet door handle and walked in. Just when I entered, the strong smell of fresh blood assaulted my nostrils. I stared in horror at the puddles of blood on the floor. The blood seems to be floating into my stall from the one next to mine, through the gap under the walls. Wait, but wasn't that the one Enzo was in? I felt panic and I pushed the door open. I marched out and walked to the next stop. My heartbeat was getting faster and faster as I reached the door handle. To my surprise, it was locked from the inside. I tried a few more times, then gave up and sat down at the bench outside. A thought couldn't leave my head. Whose blood was that? More importantly, why was there blood seeping through the gap of the wall from Enzo's stall? I decided I couldn't give up on him, so I pushed the bench in front of Enzo's stall and I crawled in through the gap between the door and the ceiling into his changing room. I landed on the floor and turned around. I shrieked out loud when I saw Enzo. He was changed back into his normal clothes and his swimming suit was tossed on the floor beside him. He was leaning against the wall between the corner, his head tilted to the side. The tap was shut tight. What was dripping was the wound on his chest. His chest had a knife sticking out of it. No, no, not again, I said to myself. I picked up his hand and put my fingers to his wrist to see if he still had a pulse. Nothing. I grunted in frustration and tears filled my eyes. I was about to get up when I spotted something on his arm. I squinted and took a closer look and made out what the two tiny letters said. JP.